we just put together here for the challenge cup uh first off uh, something i wanted to address earlier apologize for the flu i had uh during episode one everybody uh was a little <laughs> under little under the weather not sure if that actually came through but uh, i'm feeling a little better now a little healthier uh took some vitamin c and d and um chocolate milk so yeah i'm doing way better Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bring It, the episode of Merrimack Men's Slow Pitch Softball, all things New Hampshire softball. Today, we have this little mini episode going on. We are talking about the Challenge Cup. I'm your host, big boy, J-Row. I'm here with my co-host, Dustin Merrill. What's up, gentlemen? How are you doing? And my other co-host, the one, the only, looking to shoot middle again, C. Dizzle! I'm, I'm just trying to have fun every time I get up there, and if I have two, two strikes on me, what else am I going to do? You're only shooting middle if you can. And today we've got a special guest. He's the pitcher and coach for the New England Hitmen. But the real reason we brought him on this week is he's the pitcher, coach, and franchise model of the New Hampshire Challenge Cup C team, one and only Mark Blad. Hey, boys. Thanks for the invite. Appreciate it. Want to see what's going on here tonight. You'll regret the invite soon enough. Don't oh, worry. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we, uh, we thought it was kind of a good idea to, to bring in some players from around not only the Merrimack Men's Softball League, but also from around New Hampshire and kind of get an idea of how they started playing softball and what, what they're doing now and, and what they're, where they're playing. Um, this week we have Mark Blad. Uh, I've been playing against Blad for, what's it been, Blad? Like 10 years, I think. It's got to be over 10 years in the Men- oh. Manchester Independent League. Manchester Independent League, the One Pitch League. Yeah, so it's 10, 11 years. Yeah, so uh, before we get into the, the Challenge Cup stuff, uh, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions just to uh, kind of get a background and and when you started playing softball. And uh, so my first question, uh, how did you get into softball and how many years have you been playing? So I'm an old guy, obviously, right? So <laughs> 1995, I was in the Navy. So uh, basketball was my sport. Still my favorite sport, even though I'm too old and fat to play now. But uh, started playing softball in the offseason when I was in the Navy. Went to the fields, went and ran around with the guys. They asked me to play. And uh, that was for the base team. We had we have two two teams out there. We had the base team. We had our division team. So I get to play on both. The base team was fun. We got to travel around California and play. It's really why I started playing competitive. Um, Soon as soon as we got on that team, we we went up and down California playing on weekends and drinking a lot of beer and having a lot of fun. Won a lot of tournaments, didn't win them all, but um, yeah, go down to San Diego all the way up to Oakland and everywhere in between. So it was a good time. Started playing the outfield, believe it or not, way back that I, then. That I don't believe. 
170, <laughs> 170 pounds, you know, that's, that's 100 pounds ago or so. <laughs> but yeah. You're being very generous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Started in the outfield. So uh, it, it was it was a good time. A lot of good people in the Navy. You know, there's always a lot of athletes that, that are in the military that just could play Division One, Division Two athletics and uh you know militaries for them so so it's a lot of good a lot of good sports there well i gotta ask how uh how did you make it from the outfield to pitching so uh mostly just because i was ragging on my pitcher because he <laughs> it's i'm wondering why he's walking so many pitch people you know how that feels right dustin when we everybody's yelling that's why we're walking people absolutely so, uh, and we yell at them and wonder why they're not making the play and why aren't you catching the ball in the outfield, right? Because that's where I used to play as an outfielder. You should catch them all. But uh, yeah, moved it moved in the in, uh, infield gradually. Shortstop, second base, first base pitcher. But um, yeah, mostly started pitching because the other guys couldn't do it. I, I moved in after giving my guy a hard time. Started throwing knuckleball right away and said, "What's so hard about it?" So does that mean by the end of this season, I'll get sick of you enough that I'll I'll be trying my myself out on the mound? We, we have open trials this year. Anybody on the roster that wants to come in and take, uh, you know, some practice pitches to Dustin shooting middle, they're welcome to it. <laughs> Dustin's shot a few at me. Only a few. Only a few. <laughs> Those are in the past, Mark. Those are in the past. Yeah, all in the past. <laughs> well, here's a quick question for you while we're talking about shooting middle. Right, this is a question I had written down. Uh, what did you ever do to Anthony Cyrus that he loves shooting middle on you? Uh, did you, do you call him a slap hitter? Uh, did you call him fast? I don't know what happened. I, th I think we all know Anthony Cyrus is just a one trick pony, right? I mean, he, he shoots middle. If it doesn't go at the pitcher, it goes for a home run. That's it. Solo home runs and, and middle shots. That's it. That's all he can do, you know? So he, Fair enough. he gets upset and you can't, you couldn't start on my team. So I guess maybe that's part of it. Ho hope he listens to this. Uh, speaking of your team, uh, what what did you decide to start coaching, and uh, when when was that? So um, after after military, I got hired by the FAA, moved down to New Orleans, started playing some ball down there. There's a lot of a lot of guys that wanted to play, but nobody to organize it. There's tons of leagues. Obviously, it's all year round down there. You know, one league stops, finals, playoffs, and then the next season it starts right up. So, um, and of course, I was out of the military, always wanting to play. So uh, they, they didn't know how to organize much down there. So I organized the team and started. Down there was mostly leagues. Didn't really play uh, tournaments, maybe a tournament here or there. But um, so it just kind of just fell into the role and then moved up here. Same thing, started playing independent league. I was playing on some teams. You know, I like to play with my friends and stuff. So as I was playing more, I started asking other guys that I liked and stuff and just organized the team and started playing, having a good time on the weekends. I used to be that guy that show up drunk and hung over on the mornings on tournament days, but, <laughs> but that was not anymore. <laughs> but yeah, so just kind of fell into that role. I know that there are definitely some challenges being a player coach, but what are some of the challenges that you have faced as a player coach? I think the hardest thing is honestly paying attention. You get so I get so I'm so competitive. You get so involved in a game, you're not really paying attention. You might think that Corey's hitting well, not really paying attention. I don't go and look at the book. I don't. You know, do that during the day and say, okay, we got three guys on the bench. I probably should throw a pinch hitter in here once in a while. But uh, it, it's hard to keep track of that. You're pitching. You're trying to argue with the umpire like I do, you know, talk to the other team, get everybody focused on the game and stuff. So, and then, you know, pitching takes a lot out of you. So that's probably the hardest part, just trying to pay attention to what's going on, when to pinch hit, when to pinch run, when to use the subs. So it's tough. That's why I'm always looking for someone to help me out. 
I can definitely sympathize with the fact that you uh you, you think Corey's hitting well and then you go back to the book and you look and he definitely yeah, you're like and then, well, yeah that was a weird 333 I guess as well for him <laughs> all I would say about you this year is Vlad it's nice to finally have a coach that you know had confidence in me but get the two of you together and here we go back to the old ways Hey, but you know what? I still got confidence enough to put you out there. You, you're the best of what we got. What am I going to do? Put Colby out there? <laughs> <laughs> See, Dizzle's off to a rough start today. So, yeah, uh, speaking of Myrtle in the 2021 season, what uh, what does what do the New England hitmen have in store for us? Wins, right? Lots of wins. Had a, had a really good year last year. It was an odd year because of COVID and all that stuff, not starting till late. But uh, around here, the worst we did was third. We went down to Connecticut, came in fifth, and then sucked at Worlds. But you know, that's one tournament, so I can't define your whole season, really. Um, not looking to make a whole bunch of changes. A couple people, you know, that won't be back, mostly the bench guys, and a couple people that will be back are, are new guys. But we added, I think, um, Robbie Torrey, Cody Termel. He played with us at Worlds. He'll be there the rest of the year. And uh, Eric, whatever his last name is, <laughs> he hasn't earned it yet. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I mean, this continue what we did last year. Really, we we had a good year. It was a good year, even yeah, I, I I agree. Um, I, I've always thought that you were kind of you you guys were kind of the last few years. Uh, you you've grown quite a bit, and I think that you're one of the elite D teams in the area for sure. Um, and I I always expect you guys to place fairly well in in any tournament uh, that you play in, and really. Uh, you have a great group of guys. I think we uh, we all hung out um, during the the open tournament when we were both at the same field. Both teams kind of gelled together. It was a yeah. it was a pretty good time for sure. Yeah, as you know, when uh, Corey jumped on the team, I, I do my homework. I don't just let anybody on the team. That's probably why it's taken a long time to build. You know, we, last few years we've done well, but up until then, it's you know five hundred or so. But I'm pretty particular who I let on the team. I don't just let anybody on the team. And for some reason, gave Corey a good recommendation. You know, he's a good guy. He fit right in well. He likes to give me shit, so that helps. Got it. We've got to stick up for Colby. Yeah, Colby's great. In your opinion, who is the best player you've ever played against or with? Jeez, that's, that's that's tough. Um, played a lot and against a lot of players. And you go back to the old days of Gills and the, those guys had some good players on there. But, you know, playing with Paco and Tit when they were B, I was, you know, on the bench backup pitcher there. So there's a lot of good guys. No Thor, Scott Hartling. Um, he's he's one of those guys who plays conference A, B, whatever he's ranked, but uh, you wouldn't know it. He's out there running out every single play. He doesn't care if it's a dribbler to the pitcher. He's he's busting his butt down the line, catching everything, hitting hitting home runs or hitting line drives, whatever he wants to do. Um, obviously, Jeff, from around here, Jeff Richardson, you know, just a great guy and just plays the position like I've never seen. Best hands that I've seen. Um, playing shortstop or middle infield, wherever you know you put him, he, he can just hit the ball, unless it's fall ball, and then he doesn't hit so great. But uh, yeah, no, he's he's great. Um, you know, Joe Yankee, I played against him four or five times now. I think I've gotten up twice. <laughs> so I mean, he's another guy. He just the catches he makes up against the fence running and and, and hitting, he just he's phenomenal. Um, definitely not Cyrus. Um, he's the most overrated guy I've been around and, he, and it's mostly overrated by himself. He's but, his own hype man, isn't he? Yeah, he is. You know, <laughs> he, <laughs> uh, he's great too. 
<laughs> I, I can't wait till we get him on the show and, and let him respond back because I'm sure I'm sure he'll have something to say. He'll make up lies no. by his truth, you know. I mean, what did he what did he go for in that tournament against me, Dustin? One for seven or something? I'm not sure, but I don't remember. I like you said earlier, uh, as a coach, every everybody's hitting well, and you don't know until you look at the uh till you look at the book later. Mark, you have the you know, we've we've talked a little bit, but uh I think it's cool this whole concept of the the challenge cup. Um so you regularly you're playing D. So what made you decide to put together a C team for the Challenge Cup? So um the Challenge Cup's been going on for like three years now. I've been trying to get a team in, uh, you know, trying to get Ryan to put a team in. Um, last year, you know, he's busy. It's the off season. He doesn't really want to deal with it. And then this year, I reached out and forced him, <laughs> kind of, sort of, to do it. So when I when I did it, um, I made a list of of eligible players for both D players and then an eligible list of C players to see which team might be most competitive. Um, when I looked at originally some of the bad B guys, we were hoping we're going to be able to go because their PRV said C, but it was apparently a glitch in the system. So they weren't allowed to go, but still adding the guys that we had on the C roster um, compared to the guys that we had on the D roster. If we went, I thought that the C team would, uh, would, would do better than the D guys could do. And to touch on that, um, you said you made up this, this list of the guys that you would want to, uh, to bring were there some rules that you had to follow when it came to who you could actually take from that list yeah there was there was a lot of rules a lot of rules to follow so um of course everything could change with director approval but um we could only take three guys from per team for example i could only take three hitmen three bad b guys if they were c three gnd guys three full send guys if they were you know in new hampshire um so that made it difficult um they had to be in the state of New Hampshire unless you got uh, director approval, which we did for two of our guys. Um, again, we could get more than three guys with director approval from a certain team, but they just, they just don't want like say the hitman going down and representing D um, you couldn't have any drop downs like in normal, you know, normal year, if you're on a C team, you can have three B players, no B players. So it's all, it's straight C, C elite and, and below that can be on the C team, D and elite and below for D teams and et cetera. Part of the hard, the hardest part was probably just finding all the guys. I mean, I had to go online and and make the list of all the C guys and all the uh, D guys and E guys that I could find and just make up the list. So, I mean, that's obviously sounds like some struggles there, making sure you could get that team that you knew you could be competitive with. Uh, what about just the process of trying to actually get down to Florida? Um, any sponsors or anything like that? When would they take up the charge and help you guys out? We got one, um, Dante. Uh, Carnival, Carnival from Yoked out of Massachusetts. Um, John Barbagallo from um, our team, he knows him and he told me to reach out to him. And uh, he he owns business Yoked or is in the management business. And uh, he gave us some money to help us get down. It basically, you know, paid for some of the uniforms and, and the tourney fee. Um, so that was good. Other than that, we did we did fundraisers. I ran some indoor tournaments and, and stuff like that. And we to, to pay, we paid for the tournament uniforms and Gave everybody some money towards their hotel room. Nice, nice. It's good to be able to help uh, help the guys out as they're going to yeah. represent New Hampshire. Those yeah. green jerseys, by the way, are far better than the white ones. Yeah, yeah, the ones that Whitey posted. Yeah, I, yeah, I saw the green. The green looked good. Pucko yeah. looks like he's he is yoked in the picture. So yo, yeah, those white ones were an extra one. Whitey Whitey works for um, Big Dog, and he's been doing good business with them, I guess. And they said, hey, you can I you guys can have a, a uniform set, and that was just something he threw in. Of course, at the end, 
you know, as much as I give you shit, you're a good guy. Uh, I, I feel, you know, glad on the team that I'm in. I feel comfortable playing with the Hitmen. And uh, I appreciate you, you know, coming on and giving us some time to talk about the Challenge Cup. It's some interesting times that the games are being played, but I know I'm still going to try to, you know, support yeah. the team and, and give them a look. Yeah, 4.50 a.m. pool play game, then 7.10 or 7.20 for the next pool play. And uh, if we go 2-0, and we play at like 3. If we go... Oh and oh and two we play like one so in between ones I don't know <laughs> we play we play like eight thirty and ten thirty or something like that for the first pool play game so obviously we're gonna try to win them win them all anyway. Uh, Mark, is there anywhere that uh, people can stream the games or watch online? Yeah, um, on the USA website there'll be a link there. You'll have you'd have to pay um, for the I think it's a week um, subscription. It might be like five or six bucks. Um, you can go on there. You get a little. You can use your Facebook or log in or, or something like that, and and uh, you'll have it for a week and like five bucks. I think five ninety nine maybe, uh, and just PayPal it, and then you can watch the games. You can watch all the games in in the stadium or on the fields. I I'll be supporting the, uh, you from my bed. Just yeah. my <laughs> thoughts will be there. <laughs> I ain't watching you at four in the morning. That might be the hard part of being a coach is making sure everybody's getting there. How how do I explain them that we're having BP at three thirty a.m. Hey, it, it makes you feel better. I had some, when I was coaching hockey in Maryland, we had some nine hour bus trips that we left an hour and a half late for because some of these 18 year olds wouldn't wake up. So I yeah. feel like, I feel like 30, 25, 30, 40 year old guys are gonna be a little tougher to get up. Yep. Yep. We're yeah. going to break down that roster. And I think we're going to see some people who might not be getting up that morning. Yeah. I, I just, I just uh, I was going to ask you, you guys, you guys have seen the roster, I'm sure the uh, online and everybody, everybody's probably seen it. I think it's pretty good. I think we're solid at every position. Um, all we got to do is field the ball and hit it, right? And hope I don't walk everybody. Here it's underhand still, so you should be all right. Since we're a big-time podcast nowadays, we create our own Facebook page. Oh. So we will make sure we link out. Uh, we'll link out the games on the Facebook page. We'll share that out there. Um, <clears throat> you know, we'll show all these jerseys. We'll share that, everything kind of we've been talking about here tonight. But yeah bring it is now a facebook page as well where you can get uh, all the podcast podcast apps hey when you introduced me you forgot to mention how that um i was also the winning pitcher for the rochester team versus the merrimack team in the uh little playoff that we had i don't remember that i just remember some damn good chicken uh, <laughs> <laughs> of course the fat guy just remembers the food I think Dustin was also a winning pitcher on that. Though, I right? was. Uh, yeah, I was about to say that. I was also a winning pitcher that day, but the A team. Not ultimately a winner. I mean, I think I do a great job umping in Merrimack. Is that help? Yeah, you're a fabulous ump. You know, one of the best umps around. <laughs> Definitely you know, one of the top five for the league. E easy top five. Ump, <laughs> I say. Yeah. Well, listen, Bly, we won't keep you much longer. We appreciate you jumping on board here. Um, good luck this weekend. Really hope you guys go down and and make New Hampshire look good. If you don't, we'll, you'll be hearing from us uh, because that's the only way you know how to do it. And if I do, I hope I'm hearing from you also, right? We'll get on here with a big trophy challenge cup C trophy and, you know, how that's I don't, but you don't, you don't really compliment people. You only trash them. Like if people do bad, that's, not, that's the only thing you talk about. That, that's not true. I mean, I'm pretty sure I said Cyrus was great. You know, just can't hit off me. <laughs> You know, I, I compliment to Corey, Colby, Dustin. Remember, Dustin shot middle at me a few times, and, you know, I didn't say much to him. <laughs> one, of, one of the stories that I always tell 
uh, <laughs> about my shooting middle stories, if you will. Um, we were playing one pitch and Black had intentionally walked me like three or four times in a row. And I was so pissed. Allegedly. I was so pissed. I got up there and I hit it as hard as I could at him, knocked him over, got to first base. He turned around and looked at me and said, I thought you were going to hit it harder. And yeah, to this day, I'm just like, I, you can't beat that. So <laughs> yeah, I've done that to a few people. I'm not too bright. I, I don't, I don't buy Dustin getting upset when he gets intentionally walked during a league game. Nah, no, nah, I don't buy it. Never he said it. intentionally walk. It's a one pitch turn. It's one pitch. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you did it on purpose. Okay. And, and I think he left out the part where I got knocked down, but picked the ball up and threw him out. I think he left that part out. Oh no, I was safe. Awesome, Blab. Listen, you'll definitely we we'll definitely be having this on the page. Any type of success, we'll keep it updated on the page too. Um, but really, good luck. Have fun down there. Um, you know, I, I'll check the scores when I wake up about eight thirty. Yeah. So. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Check it out. Utopia say live I think is what the website is now. It rings a bell. So appreciate awesome. you guys coming on. All right. So kind of as we're wrapping up here um, for our little Minnesota, as you guys were calling it. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to all of the guys who are connected uh, to the Merrimack League um, for New Hampshire. Uh, we're going to have Zach Graham, Cody Termel, Kevin Hill, Billy Lafferty, Craig Longy, and Edwin Mendez. Uh, those are guys that all play in the league. Uh, we're also going to have Mark Glad, Josh Drews, and Jeremy Pucko who joined us in Merrimack for the Fall Ball League. Um, they're going to be representing New Hampshire in the C uh, division of this tournament so we're looking forward to seeing them and, and wishing them the best uh so on the mass side we're going to have ken layton who played in league with us over the summer uh and then for fall ball guys you got ralph triplett and rich friday so best of luck to massachusetts uh cool thing real quick about massachusetts they have their first game at 10 p.m against illinois on uh thursday the 21st that game is in the stadium and it's actually the uSA live uh the, their broadcast so i'm thinking we're going to see some some commentary for that game they'll play their second round robin game at 3 a.m against connecticut uh for our new hampshire boys they're going to open up friday morning like vlad mentioned at 4 50 a.m uh they're also playing illinois that game's going to be on white marucci and then you're going to have at 7 10 a.m they're playing the boys from georgia on red wilson so Best of luck. Hopefully be able to catch some of that and see them go uh, far in this tournament. Should be should be some good ball we get to watch. Yeah, both teams have a really good roster. Uh, they they're, they're definitely have the ability to go out there and make some noise. So good luck to all those guys who uh, who made the, the team and uh, and congratulations. It's a it's a big honor to represent your state in such a cool tournament. Nothing better than going down to Florida to play the state right next to you at three in the morning. <laughs> no, that's going to be great. Um, and like I said earlier, we'll put all that up on the Facebook page. Four in the morning's early. So uh, unless one of you two guys want to take it over at four in the morning, you're up with your kids. I'm not going to be up doing it. So to see that on Spotify and iTunes, make sure you go out there, you like, share, subscribe. Uh, download those episodes and uh, we also have a an email address if you are looking to uh, maybe you want to come on the podcast you want to talk about your your stories uh, through softball your softball career um, and the the Merrimack 
softball league. Uh, you can hit us up at bringitmmssl at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, so you, you can send us anything you think, any, any questions you might have, we might read them on, uh, on the podcast. Love it. Next episode's coming up. I have a feeling we're going to be discussing it with, uh, I believe, Jim O'Connor, the new president's actually going to join us, and maybe we can get a little uh, peek into what this league is going to be looking like this year. Keepers, redrafts, what's happening? Shalom. With that that being said, have a great one. Thanks for tuning in. Like, share, download, subscribe, leave a review. Yeah.